0: This is The Wholesome Monk Podcast.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome to The Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk here. And today, I'm joined by someone I never thought I was going to get on here, honestly. So I'm really excited about this episode. Ash from Nowhere. How are you doing, my friend?
0: I am doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing swell. I'm super excited to have you on just because I know how passionate you speak about so many different subjects and you know anytime you find something that is a peak of interest to you at least from outside looking in uh, you always have a, a opinion on it that is not something just like even if it seems like a rant it's it's so it's like calculating you also like apply so much of your real life or experiences to what you're talking about and that's how I know you're a real nerd because that's, the <laughs> nerdiest, that's probably the nerdiest shit I could ever see someone do so I was curious if you can walk us through your nerd journey like when did it start for you and how did you get here where you're on a nerd podcast with a Kakashi, uh, not Kakashi, oof, Kakashi shirt?
0: Oh, yeah, the hermit. <laughs> um, Let's see, where did my nerd journey start? So I am like an OG Nintendo kid. So it's like, I think, honestly, if I had to pinpoint video games. So mm-hmm. I've always been all about fighting video games. So like uh, Killer Instinct, obviously Street Fighter, Tekken. Uh, Soul caliber, So that whole genre, that whole thing. So I love video games. Um, and then comics. I used to sneak into my uncle's room and like steal his Ghost Rider comics. So that was kind of like mm-hmm. my intro into Marvel. And then I've always kind of like, you know, DC. So it's like, I have a wide range of things I'm like, I guess you say nerdy about, whether that's yeah. gaming, comics, manga, anime, just kind of everything. So Um, and then obviously, you know, you meet different friends and they're like, Hey, you should watch this or, Hey, you should watch this. Like, you know, I remember watching Voltron, like back when I was like little, I had no idea, but I'm like, machine suits count me in. And then, um, you know, Sailor Moon and Pokemon were kind of some of our first ventures into like anime, I guess, because that was kind of what we saw on TV being, you know, in over in the West. So
1: Mm.
0: I think... Honestly, if I had to like throw a stick and see where it lands, it's probably video games and Toonami, <laughs> you know, so
1: Good combo. yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'll always love hearing people's like start because it's always sometimes it's very similar and sometimes it's very different and just yeah. to, to see you throw old classics out there like Killer Instinct and you know, and when we say Soul Calibur, we're talking about like Soul, Soul Calibur, not like the. You know the new ones that came out, like GameCube, probably like in 06 or something. Um, do you yeah, remember? Do I... you remember who you maimed on Soul Calibur? I'm super curious if you remember.
0: Honestly, I have a thing for pirates, so you know where I'm going. Cervantes.
1: I, I'm not. You know what? I I'm not surprised. I, I knew. <laughs> I knew as soon as you brought up Soul Calibur, I was like, I already know what dusty ass character you're gonna pick. I already knew. so I, sh- I shouldn't.
0: Oh,
1: That's crazy.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: We need a new but, we need a new Soul Calibur game for sure. I feel like it's been it's such a long time.
0: It's been a long time since I played one, honestly. It's like I think I kind of akin myself to more like a hardcore casual. Like I haven't played all of the, like the new games and stuff. I feel like I'm like such a bad nerd, you know? So I'm like stuck in like I'm like I didn't even play Street Fighter V. Like, come on. It's like I haven't, it. it's still in the plastic, you know? So we could you know that, that's that's still
1: in the plastic? <laughs> it's like still you in like the you,
0: it's a, hey. it's a collector's item right now so hey. if anybody hey let's jump on the sticks i'd be like give me like a week to practice so i can get you know, chun Li's combos down because chun Li is my girl but you know i'm curious with- <laughs>
1: do you do you play uh role-playing games by any chance like fallout type of thing elder elder Ooh. uh what's it called elder-, elder scrolls yeah
0: oh my goodness so i think when I made the shift away from like fighting games, you know, it's like I played, you know, of course, like Street Fighter and Tekken and all those are my favorites. But then I think once I got my hands on again, my uncle, because my uncles were closer in age to me. So they were like, well, when I was a, a kid, they were in their teens. So, of course, mm. they were like playing video games. And they're like, actually hey, sit over here. And so I would start playing uh, Final Fantasy VII, of course. That's like everybody's star into yeah. like... Well, based but still in that whole RPG kind of arena so it's like I started with Final Fantasy and then you know like things like Kingdom Hearts but coming back to Elder Scrolls that was my honestly my first one was Morrowind so oh, that okay. one okay. Uh, okay. not only is the soundtrack like epic but uh, Morrowind was my first Elder Scrolls and then I think I stopped off at playing like Skyrim like here and there so
1: Wait, I do. I we, love can't, we can't skip over that because that's where i really wanted to get to i want to see how og you were so how wh- what's your opinion on skyrim um,
0: um i mean it looks great it's like Ashley, it's been stop
1: it's, stop it's oh my god it's
0: goodness. been a few years since i've played so let's see um i mean do you do you not like that? i'm 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 sensing some contention with skyrim
1: I know I fucking love Skyrim. I, I clocked oh, okay. in ungodly amount of hours. I'm just curious. Oh,
0: I, I haven't clocked in many hours. So it's like I honestly haven't played a whole whole lot of it. Like I um when I say like I I'm a bad I'm a bad nerd, I, I stopped at kind of like you know, Morrowind, and then once, you know, Oblivion and it was just I dropped off. I dropped off the deep you know end. What? I'm
1: I'm gonna give you a pass because I know you're a busy human. So I'm gonna give you a pass. <laughs> because anyone else i would have mm-hmm. cooked them but i would have cooked <laughs> you this that. but but i think you would like it i think if you like cause i think it holds up even to this day yeah. um and i honestly think it out of all of them Morrow was really good i actually really like that one and oblivion actually building actually good too but like something about skyrim itself was just so fucking good even because i'm not even an rpg person i actually hate it because i hate open world games because i need at least some structure like i need some type okay. of structure in my games so. um they're not bad games at all like to me fallout's good it's great but it's just too it's like too bad for me exactly. sometimes yeah sometimes i just need that like um that little thing they're like i like RPG or i like open world games when it comes to, like multiplayer stuff mostly yeah. but like just like a single where you're just by yourself you can never play with anyone else sometimes it's a little like too much uh yeah. for me personally but Skyrim wasn't like that for me. Skyrim, I could play, like, I played hours. I got whatever mm-hmm. DLCs came out eventually. And, then, like, I don't know. Even, like, I'm really tempted to rebuy it. But I know as a full-functioning adult, mm-hmm. I I know what would happen. I would, get sucked be, in. I would be sucked in ordering takeout all the time. <laughs> Just, like, it'd be too much for me. Um, I remember when it came out for the Kinect, uh, the Connect, Xbox 360. You, guys, you used to have this thing called Kinect for those that never yeah. played it um you could sp- you could speak out the spells and like it would do in the game
0: oh my goodness yeah I didn't know that <laughs> yeah and I, I was addicted was
1: that- I was addicted oh, okay. I was like yeah I was saying all this <laughs> that was such a nerd um that was cool. but I'm curious like what so we saw the origin where did how does it transfer into your dollhood now can we see the from your, your profile we you know don't don't act like you have <laughs> another we see the green lantern yeah. cosplay oh we big see,
0: cosplay
1: we see yeah. the the anime merch when you're working out um you know we see all these different you know different things you know you can't hide it so huh. what, what, what how does slide into the dollhood? how do you how do you continue sure. being a nerd
0: so let's, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of set up a timeline. So uh, I joined the military back in 2010. Uh, I'm no okay. longer in the military, but um, my husband is, so that's kind of why we're here in South Korea. Um. So when I joined the military, I got to meet so many people from everywhere. Right. So, uh, and then I'll just like kind of premise it with like the job that I did, I would be sitting like on the flight line, like pull, like doing security and stuff like that. So I'm like in, either in a guard check or I'm in a truck with a person for like anywhere from 10 to 12 hours and so we would talk back and forth and uh when I was in high school because I know that's kind of when I remember like Naruto like being kind of another one of my like first anime I got into well one of my partners was really heavy into Naruto and we maybe weren't supposed to be doing it on the job but he would read the, the anime on his phone And so I look over, like, not trying to be too nosy. I'm like, what's that? I can see, like, the fighting scenes. And I'm like, who's that dude with the white hair, you know? (laughs) And so, (laughs) Kakashi, of course. And so... I got introduced to Naruto through my work buddies. And, you know, we would all have our Playstations, or our Xboxes in the dorms with us. And so we would all play games and stuff. And so I think that's how it really kind of blossomed into me, like finding different anime to watch or different mangas to read. Cause I won't lie, my first manga that I ever read was Absolute Boyfriend. Like it was a shoujo. Like interesting. very interesting. <laughs> The cover looked interesting and I used to work at like uh like an FYE. So it was kind of like one of those things where my register was always a FYE facing.
1: employee. A former FYE employee. <laughs> you know what? It makes sense. You make you're making more as as I'm knowing this about you.
0: As it's piling on, right? X
1: FY, that makes sense. Okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So my register was like always facing the anime wall. So I would see like the Naruto jackets and the kendo sticks and like Pocky and like all this stuff. So All of that rolls into um, like as I'm in the military and meeting new people and just kind of venturing out and like finding things to occupy my time, whether that's watching my favorite playthroughs of video. Like if I didn't have the video game or the console myself, I would search it up on YouTube and watch gameplay of it. So it's like even if I wasn't playing it myself, I like feeling like I'm a part of it. So, of course, I'm watching it through another person's playthrough, but I still feel like I'm kind of experiencing the game, you know, and then um, honestly. And once I met my husband, it's like I had been a, a hardcore Dragon Ball Z fan for like forever. Um, I used to play with my cousins too. Like that's one of my favorite fighting games. It's all the Dragon Ball Z games, like Dragon Ball Fighters and all that stuff. So of course, you know, we go through the whole contention of being Team Goku, Team Vegeta. He's very much Team Vegeta. And I was kind of like neutral. <laughs> like but it's like I've over the years I've grown to to, to be more of a team Vegeta. So we are uh, we are the house of Goku.
1: So life life has beaten you down enough for you to admit that you know
0: is yeah honestly honestly I would say it has (laughs) (laughs) but but, uh yeah so um meeting him and him being a super nerd himself it was kind of like well I couldn't just let that part of me die down it's like now it's like even stronger you know so uh and then having my daughter and she's a she's a super nerd herself like that little girl super nerd so uh I think now in adulthood he was a cosplayer, you know. He was a skater boy, you know. <laughs> he was a cosplayer. I'm a cosplayer, <laughs> and so just kind of, <laughs> So it just kind of, it just kind of compounded, honestly. And I think my love of crafting and uh, making things, like I love making props. I love like sewing. I, I, you know, you see my my knit wears and my beanies and like all the things that I I make and stuff like that. Um, That's
1: right. That's how we became mutuals. I was trying to think about for like five <laughs> yeah.
0: weeks. I was thinking about it earlier and I was like, I, I was like,
1: I don't remember how. Things. It was definitely that's right. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so um honestly now in adulthood, it's just like now I'm like, you know, finding new animes that come out. I watch like a lot of your TikToks. I'm like, ooh, recommendations. I need to write this, this, stuff. I don't think I've heard of that, you know, because I'm very much, you know, like one of those. like say hardcore casuals. Like I'm the big three, and then like I try and find other ones. You know, whatever people say the big three is, whatever generation they come from, because I'm not having that. Argument. Like, I know what I like, you know. Now go ahead and
1: have the argument. What's the big three?
0: it's top of top of the dome, right? I think I think One Piece.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I think Bleach. Uh
1: huh. the last one. Go ahead.
0: I don't want to say Naruto and be like, no, it's not. But it's like, those are like the big three. The the Okay, I won't say the big three, but the first three that I think of, I always think of One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto as like those big three kind of monumental animes I remember in my youth and
1: moving forward. So uh, that's what you're going to go with? Those are three you're going to
0: go with? Uh, so I feel like I'm like locking the answer in. Like, this is my final answer.
1: You are, 100%. <laughs> is, that, is that your final answer? I'll tell you. I know what it is. I just want to give you the opportunity. Can I lock
0: it in. I'll let you. I'll let you roast me for that, because this will be a learning experience for me. If so, <laughs> I know. Let me. Let me sip. I need a sip of water. I'll make it roasted.
1: I really can't believe that you are one hundred percent correct. That is a big three: Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach.
0: I was gonna say TikTok. TikTok taught me anything. It's don't you play with them. <laughs> the
1: no, they. To anyone who says anything else, they don't really. They just do it. They don't care about themselves. Um. So, but. Interesting that you say about the cosplay. I thought it was super interesting. So did you not cosplay before meeting your your husband?
0: Oh, no, I did. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been cosplaying for, let's see, it's 2023. Time's flying by. I think 2013 <laughs> was my okay. first like cosplay. Yeah. So um, because it's like I was in mil- military police. So I actually used my holsters and I did like a Laura Croft <laughs> thing.
1: There we so, go okay
0: so that was probably my first actual cosplay was Laura Croft
1: that good so what what was the uh walk me through the the Green Lantern and don't let me see let me see if I can remember this green Lantern I think he was the Flash
0: yeah
1: there we go yeah I do my so... research Green Lantern flash how that <laughs> happened
0: Awesome. So Jessica Cruz she at the time was like like um the newest green Lantern on the scene and it's like I I read her story and she was a police officer too and she had like high anxiety and she's always worried about everything and she's you know just kind of on the fritz about a lot of things and so I kind of resonated with her character and it's like you know what it's like the moment I see a character and I'm like I think I want to cosplay them and so it was kind of like uh that was when I first got into um the zentai suits like the cosplay suits Cause normally I'm a like a bare bones, like I'll make the costume from the ground up. But you know, you find amazing suit designs, whether like whatever designer does it, and you find a company that can make the suit for you. And my husband was like, let's let's try it because he had been a Flash cosplayer and a Power Ranger cosplayer before before we met. Um, so I was like, Okay, I'll try it. So I got the suit and like learned how to do the face paint and everything. And come to find out, uh, she actually got her power ring kind of like in in one storyline by saving Barry's life. And so I just thought that was really cool, like a moment of her uh, her brevity. Um, And she saved Barry's life and my husband being a flash cosplayer, I just figured like Jessica and Barry, that was kind of a cute little couple, even though they weren't like a lasting couple in the comics, but I just thought it was cute. And so I'm like, we're just gonna go with it. And so the cosplay pictures that you see with me and him, those are actually our engagement pictures
1: look at you nerdy <laughs> yeah. ass romantic
0: for sure and then another little i guess you know kind of funny trivia is for our um our wedding we actually had ethan van skyver um do a oh. commission of uh jessica and barry like an engagement picture so instead of her power ring being on her middle finger it's on her left ring finger so it's like she's flashing the ring so that, that was and ethan van skyver is an amazing artist and so it was really cool that he was able to do that for us and it was like on our invitations and everything so that's kind of how that you know like me and him cosplaying i have some cosplay like plans for the future for us but i have to like get him back into cosplaying because he's like oh i'll just take a break because like you're having so much fun with it so you do it i'm like but it's so much more fun when we're doing it together but you
1: know you gotta show God. him the cosplay. <laughs> you gotta show him this clip now now i gotta clip this I'll send it to you. Yep. You got you to you get him to sit down and watch the whole thing. Shout out, shout yep. out to him, man. Get back into cosplaying. <laughs> is a great stress reliever for sure. Um, for but sure. also, is no secret of how much of a fitness person you are and how serious you take it and how in shape you are and just you know keeping with that because it's hard to do fitness, especially being a mom, especially as many interests as you have and just helping run a household in general. It's just hard to do let alone spend hours or however long you have to, to uh, stick with fitness and also keep the diet because of all your diet being right, the fitness doesn't. <laughs> the fitness aspect doesn't matter, you know, especially, you, exactly. you know, you're helping feed other people. So it's like a whole situation with that. So walk me through your fitness journey. Have you always been a gym rant or was it something that's like developed through the military for you and then you just kind of continue on? Like how, how'd that go? So
0: it's, it's kind of a combination of two, like I've always been an athlete. So like say in my younger years I played a lot of tennis and then I also am a volleyball player. So I am a setter. So that is like How my. How tall my are ready. you? Five foot
1: two. Okay, i am just make sure. Go ahead. Continue.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm very short. So I was a setter. Um so um, I did weight training like in high school and stuff to kind of supplement that, and so I've kind of always been in the gym, kind of throwing weights around in some way, shape, or form. And so, but then leading into the, the military, that um, especially, I guess, specifically, my job had a high physical demand. So you know, I'm like wearing gear, like uh, playing around with heavy guns and things like that. So it's like you know, I wanted to be stronger. So of course, military training, you know, gets you to some specific strength that you need, but um I wanted to do more and then all of my friends were in the gym and so uh they're like oh you should come and it's like and then I started and it's like I guess I got like I call it being bit by the iron bug it's like I I started having so much fun in the gym and they'll talk about this concept called like newbie gains I guess when you start lifting Hmm. um you have this potential to build a certain amount of muscle relatively quickly because it's not something you've done before so your body goes through this adaptation process very quickly though so I started to see results and I'm like. You know i flex in the mirror I'm like oh this is kind of cool and um i was also feeling stronger so you know like whether it's getting stronger to do push-ups or you know training your cardio capacity to be able to run for your pt test so that's one le- less thing you have to worry about and stuff like that so um it's kind of just compounded and then i had my daughter and then of course you know that um, nine months and then after that you have to try and rebuild that strength and um, quite literally and physically. And so, um, of course I I was still in the military at the time. So you have to be ready to take your test, like after a certain amount of time. And so I started hitting the gym harder and, you know, running harder and doing all of these things. And then once it was time to take my test, it was like a walk in the park because you didn't have to worry about it. So I think that from a certain standpoint, I've always just wanted to stay like physically fit to be ready for my job whenever I needed to. And, But other than that, it kind of just became a, a routine. Like I would wake up, I would go to the gym, I'd go to work, get my daughter and come home and then do it over and over and over again. And then it's like, if I, if I take that cog out of the wheel, I feel like something something's off there's like you know there's like (laughs) there's not balance in the universe anymore so it's like I I have to be in the gym not in like a if I if I don't go I'm gonna go like psycho but it's (laughs) it's, it's so it's so innately part of what I do that I just can't see myself not doing it so uh and then I like to help others also so after I left the military so now present day I actually work now in physical therapy so it's kind of like so it's like it kind of came around. Um, and so now I like to help people get stronger so that they can, you know, have a better physical experience with, you know, life. <laughs> so
1: No, I think, uh, I, again, I like the full circle aspect of like, you know, doing it for yourself and doing it for your job and doing it to be the best you can be for your job and for your family and everything and then turning it into helping other people. Find yeah. a way to be the best for themselves and for their family. You know, just get back on their feet or whatever their situation may be. Um mm-hmm. Just kind of optimize themselves in life and and the, you know do the the things they need to do to be able to have fun while they're here. And I think that's a a beautiful, wonderful thing. And I it is again it's part of balance, doing fitness of how long it takes and how dedicated you have to be to the process, while oh, yeah. also you know again being a, a mom and being a wife and um being a physical therapist just having all these mixtures in but still keeping sane is a skill set in itself to be honest
0: (laughs) and honestly sometimes i feel like you know sometimes i take one step forward and then i'll take 10 steps back but the thing that i have to like i get myself to understand is it's all a part of the journey so Mm. um as much as I would like my progress to be continually linear, linear, it's like it's not always. So there have been times where, and it's like you will see me talk about it, like in my stories and stuff like that. I go on these little mini rants about it, um, where I feel like maybe so two years ago, whenever the blip happened, um, so I feel stop. like I can't I, think you're... <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, cordial yeah. about it, but you know, you're um, fucking crazy. <laughs> I do i do muay thai also so yeah. it's like, that was like that honestly that kept me in such good shape i love Muay it Thai be, so much. it's I, intense I, it's very intense and it's like i love martial arts too because like i'm a big like taekwondo kid and the turn muay thai and so it's like that's kind of always been a part of my life too martial arts which is why you know i really love like fighting games and stuff like that too and sitting around watching all the kung fu movies with my dad like that will all those are the golden era and so um, doing stuff like that. And then when the blip happened, you know, we couldn't go do things anymore. And so I kind of let that part of my training kind of trickle down. And so I think, and then I I also kind of fell off the rails a little bit with my nutrition and stuff. So when you like mentioned like dieting, nutrition, all that stuff coming back, I think now, once we once we got here in in Korea let's say this past June so I'm like you know what I really got to get back on track I'm tired of my shit <laughs> it's like I don't feel good it's like my body's not feeling like physically at peak like like I was feeling you know two years ago so I'm like you know what we're gonna start over so essentially what you see of me now like moving forward I kind of started over I'm like I'm gonna go back to the basics like uh do what I know works um My number one rule I tell friends or anybody that I'm giving advice to is the number one rule is to never establish a negative relationship with food. That will be because, you know, like you said earlier, like your nutrition is the utmost important part of your training. Like, sure, going to the gym, you know, throwing around weights and doing all that physical activity is great. But what you do to fuel that and then what you do also to replenish after you're done is what matters most. And then also, you know, hydration and rest. I will always tell people those things are the most important. But definitely never establish a negative relationship with food because, that has its own, you know, realm of of uh difficulties that it can kind of bring on, you know, and so that's kind of where I started. And then also hydrating—that's like my my number one like bad habit—is sometimes I'll forget to drink water. That's why I always tell people you're just a sentient houseplant. You need water, yeah. you need a little bit of sunshine, and you know, like you need those things. And so that kind of helps just like keep you you know, wholesome when you're, you know, you're working out and it keeps you functioning after that, because if there's one thing that I don't like doing is going into the gym and completely wrecking myself, and then I can't function doing all of the other things that you mentioned, like, you know, being a mom, and imagine just like, oh, my daughter's like, hey mom, I'm hungry, oh, I'm too tired, you know, things like that, I'm like, no, gotta get up and go, so just keep yourself, you know, replenished, so that you can keep on functioning, keep on keeping
1: on. Today's sponsor is RiceUpAndMade.com. Did you know Silent Voice, one of the best anime films I've seen, had a manga? Well, RightSelfAnime.com sent your boy a copy of the Collector's Edition, and my goodness, this thing is gorgeous. Not only are the panels incredibly detailed, there are some panels that are so detailed, I just feel like you can't copy them animation. That's why you need this manga. And the cover for the complete Collector's Edition is, quite frankly, one of the best covers I've ever seen in manga, especially for a Collector's Edition. So what are you doing? Use the link right now. Head over to riceofanime.com and start your manga buying journey today. No, I, I definitely 100% agree, which is a great transition into the last topic, which is like your relationship with social media, because I feel like in the age we've grown up in and continue to grow up in, um, I feel like, you know, I call growing up like never, it never stops. You always, like you said, you always take, you know, a step forward, but then take two steps or 10 steps back. And then having okay. to kind of go back to Starline over again—it's always all over the place. But the the never the process of the social media, where it's like, okay, the world is smaller, quote unquote, because of how interconnected it is. You know, whatever you you have the ability to learn what everyone's doing. If yeah. the government wanted to start a war, they'd probably tweet about it. You know, things like that. Like that's how it, the crazy close social media is. Yeah. And Going to like a more personal level of like, um you know posting on like instagram especially or all the you know having facebook and having to keep things like that because of family and that's sometimes the only way you can communicate with old family or friends right. what's your relationship your personal relationship with social media like how do you feel about it how do you go about using it
0: so sometimes i feel like social media is extremely volatile like and especially my relationship with social media so um i guess perfect example is being in the military i kind of always go back to that because i think those were a lot of my formative years you know and so um being away my my first duty station was in california and my family's back east and so the only way to stay in touch with them if not by a text and calling was Facebook, and things like that, and, and Instagram, and, and I have, you know, my family unfortunately follows me on Instagram, so I'm, like, I'm sorry, guys, but <laughs> I'm unhinged, okay, I'm sorry, but um, so, it's like in those aspects, I think that social media can be really good because it helps keep you in contact with people, whether it's friends, you know, friends from other countries, friends from everywhere, you know, because it is. It's like it's like a network and you're just kind of connected to everybody at all times. And I think that also that can be sometimes the downfall is because you are connected to people all the time from everywhere, every walk of life, every opinion, every thought, every tweet, every Facebook meme, every whatever, whatever. And so sometimes you can, it can be a bit overbearing. And so I think that now um, I, I find myself being a little chronically online, like a little doom scrolly, a little too much, you know, every once in a while, if I'm scrolling on TikTok, I'll get that occasional TikTok. It's like, look, you've been scrolling too long. You should get some rest. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. But I swipe past it anyways, you know? And so um there are some days where i wake up and i'm like oh my god it's social media talk to all my friends reply to all my dms and like like everybody's posts because i love supporting the homies like i'm all about that right i'm all about that network and you know i i have so many cool virtual friends it's like i love that and i like to cherish those relationships so you know i'm gonna show love and support all the homies. but then there are some times i wake up and i'm like i'm deleting every app i don't care about like instagram about facebook about TikTok, about do people even still use snapchat whatever i don't tweet if I I you know because I used to play Genshin Impact. Don't please don't 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 blame me for that one.
1: Um I see the eyebrows gotcha gotcha no, oh. nothing, nothing at all. I'm not gonna, I wasn't gonna say a, a single thing. We
0: can we can talk about it. It's funny. I was like I like to kiki about Genshin because I don't play it really anymore because I can't play it out here on my American server because servers. But anyways, uh so it's like there are some days I I'm like, you know what, I'm done with social media because this is this is stupid. But then it's like, at the same time, it's like, I like it. So trying to find that balance between all of that can be difficult, but it's like, I think I've just learned to modulate, like what I consume or so much or how much of it I consume a day. And I think that that kind of keeps things a little more even kiln because so many, and because there's always, there's, there's a lot of hot topics, a lot of hot touchy topics that are always being thrown around on social media these You're days. So me. you, 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 you gotta be really careful. Um, like it, when you mentioned like keeping your like your public uh your public life and then your your private life like very separate. Um I I, I like having and engaging in like conversation regarding like any topic because I think What's really important, though, before you step through that threshold is can you separate your emotions from the topic at hand? Of of course, it's going to influence your opinions on things, but you have to know where the line is. And it's like I'm always open minded because for me, the glass is always half empty. So it's like I like taking in new information, but sometimes it can just be too much. And I have to you know what I'm going to humbly tap out like I have my opinions or my viewpoints, whatever they may be. And I am going to always respect another person's viewpoint and we're just going to keep it like, you know, like very friendly, like I'm, I'm okay with discourse and I'm okay with, you know, rhetoric and stuff like that, but sometimes it just gets too much and I'm like, you know what, I think I've had enough for today. So, um, and I like to keep it strictly entertainment, you know, I like to. I, I do like you know like the incredibly important social topics but you know I, sometimes i get on tiktok because i want to see dances or i want to see people in cosplay or i want to see memes and it's like if i really want the crazy stuff i go over to facebook and I, that's very rare <laughs> so um we were
1: just talking about facebook actually like um because my friend was saying you know we're, we're talking about you know social media over here like the uh tiktok's gonna go is what they're saying hmm. so much and, and then you know mark Zuckerberg bringing them feel like so much so that it's going to go that they stop paying people for their reels now because they're that confident. Because they're like, oh, we don't have to do this anymore because TikTok's going to go. We don't have a competition.
0: That's why wow. right they started
1: paying people. Same thing with YouTube. YouTube started doing shorts to compete with TikTok and Instagram. YouTube is yeah. still going to pay people, though, but uh IG pulled that off. So they're not paying people, and they stopped cold turkey, not paying people the same anymore. Um, wow. And then TikTok is trying to do longer platform content. Um, So they're paying, you know, the career fund they had, basically, let's just call it creator fun plus for people who mm-hmm. want to like make longer form content because they want to end up being like a new youtube type thing which is definitely not going to work um no <laughs> <yeah>. so my <laughs> it's friend was too like, it's, it's too established it's too established it's, it's not short form content like that and my friend was like oh we should delete facebook like i was like i like chaos i'm not gonna lie i like chaos sometimes i want yeah. things to go so i can see what would happen to the world could you imagine i'd I'm, I be one of them i'm not gonna lie like i, I can't I get a lot of my news and stuff from Twitter. So imagine like Twitter just disappearing, like Twitter and TikTok, IG just gone, Facebook gone. Do you
0: right? know how much stuff, like whether it's like news, um, current events, and the stuff that, you know, like I don't get here. Like I get a lot of like, you know, news and current events, but like TikTok is you know of course you know we have like the the philip the francos of you know youtube and like where we go and get our little daily like see like i'm our, that's already a youtube like YouTube's so established that we have those people that we go to for that news exactly. and stuff like that but TikTok also like under the table news like i remember like uh like watching those like users and so i i love TikTok for that because i get a lot of like really cool information especially on like uh, parenting is like m- one of my like other favorite like uh, TikTok kind of like it's like sub genres I guess is because you you hear a lot of good like pointers and stuff for like raising raising kids in this day and age because it is so difficult especially oh, like with, as children get older it's like just trying to um, one keep them protected but also like i want to keep my daughter protected but i don't want to be like a helicopter mom and constantly hovering because you know like i don't want her to feel like she can't talk to me about things or like she has to want to sneak and do whatever kids are going to be kids it's like we were kids like i know that i was a little hell yeah, i was a little shithead sometimes so um I'm <laughs> sorry sorry but um so it's like that is what it is but i think that if any of those i think we should start with facebook honestly
1: see that's what they said too but here's my argument against that Okay. When the January 6th thing happened, right? I don't remember. She's... I don't remember if it was, this is 100% accurate. So forgive me. I'll fact check. I won't fact check, <laughs> but I should fact check this. But okay, um, okay. I feel like it started. It didn't start on Facebook. It got to Facebook eventually, but they started one of those, like, you know, apps or something. Cause, you know, like, for example, Donald Trump got banned from Twitter. So when you take people like that from like public sites like that, they're rich. Mm-hmm. They want to find somewhere else to go do it. Yeah, and obviously, you're not gonna be we're not, like people like us are, are not gonna be plugged into that, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't plan anything, <laughs> they planned a whole invasion, <laughs> you know, like they planned uh national, uh, what's it called? They uh,
0: insurrection,
1: insurrection, treason, like they literally a coup, really. Uh yeah. and walked right in and no, and people knew the people who needed to know knew. Well, of course they weren't gonna do anything. Cause I told my dad my dad I was like, Oh, there's no way they're gonna go into there. I was like, that's because you're looking at it, as it like a black man, or like a minority of like, yeah, of course, they won't let us do that. If you think the United States of America is going to gun down white people on national television,
0: you're, you're mistaken. mistaken. Oh.
1: <laughs> so, so that's the thing about deleting yeah. Facebook, because Facebook, we can keep an eye on them. My friend said it best. Well, my other friend commented, it was on TikTok Live, or actually a couple hours ago. It was, uh, She said um, that's their quarantine zone. Facebook is their quarantine zone. We can keep an eye on them. You don't got to interact, yeah. <laughs> but you know what they're up to. Like the public knows <laughs> what they're up to.
0: Yeah, like certain certain groups kind of flock to certain, certain social groups. media and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like you know what you are so right because if there's one thing that I I hate so much is that um a lot of people don't know or you know they don't ask but I'm I'm multiracial. Like I'm mixed. And so it's like I know like my you know, I haven't seen the sun in a while. So it's like, you know, my melanin counts a little low right now. But I'm like, don't think that that gives you a pass to say some out-of-pocket shit around me because I will check that. And so yeah. what I've noticed is uh, revolving around like, you know, certain events like that. Um, I saw my Facebook and like some of my old family members. <sighs> let's just say they're muted. <laughs> and it's like, Sometimes so see that because i'm the kind of person i'm like a see something say something kind of person so normally the first place i go is my instagram stories because i always have to say something so that's where i pop off the most because you know it's just unfiltered you're gonna get whatever rant i have for like a minute and it's normally always about something like that or somebody saying like oh yeah you know like i don't eat carbs i'm just like well why (laughs) something crazy so yeah Facebook um the only re- the only reason I have it is because that's how I keep in touch with some family members and I I follow a lot of like like my D&D uh meme group um and like I follow a lot of meme pages so it's like I can scroll and like see different memes and stuff like that so it's like I've tried to like I guess curate my algorithm in such a way that I kind of don't see people that I know
1: <laughs> no that's- Listen, that that's exactly how it's go. Because I mean,
0: yeah.
1: even before this, I I did like I do these videos. I'm starting to do it now, probably because inspired by you, honestly. That I do more like stories on my IG about like you know it's, like face stories. We like see my face. I'm talking about stuff because yeah. I feel like it's a better way to connect with my audience. I also, just get things off my chest. Like um, I was like someone asked me uh, or told me today, while, or like today or this weekend about um why I don't rest on the weekends because I just like I don't. And I was just like, well, I mean, I do. But I don't, like, do as much, I guess, as this person felt like I needed to. And they're just like, oh, like, you won't be as funny or as entertaining and stuff. You'll fall off if you don't sleep for, like, 20 hours on a Saturday or whatever nonsense they're saying. And I was like, one, everyone's built differently. And we all have, you know, we all know our limitations. I would never work out my limitations because then that's when the work suffers, in my opinion. And also, it's like, as a minority, you have to be, like, really entertaining. Like, you have to be, like, really entertaining. You have to, like, really... Uh, not even entertaining. For first, you have to be professional. is what I'm trying to say. Professional, oh. because if you're not professional, then because they, they already look at you, you're like you're a laughing stock. I mean, the press events, you're at that when you go to red carpets for press. Sometimes you're at that fucking end of all the black media end the line when they're like, there's no more time to talk to the celebrities or whoever, and you get like they just shoo you by mm-hmm. that. If you get to them at all, some anime conventions especially do not let black media members or minority uh, minority of people of color at, at all. Talk to the top people. Like they give you whoever probably no one wanted to talk to, which is still fine. But you know, like if you have a chance to talk to Isayama, the, the creator of Attack on Titan, you're going to want yeah. to take that. That could mean Absolutely. everything for you. You know, but you're not allowed in those spaces. So there's, you're combating against that. Um, I was talking. To, I was talking to like it's funny because I was trying to get um, you know, to do this podcast and stuff. Sometimes we have someone who's of note. You have to talk to their publicist or their manager or whoever's handling them before you talk yeah. to them. And that can get annoying because they'll change dates or times like the second before you're supposed to go talk to them. Because for them, it's like you need a certain block. You do all these advanced stuff like, hey, here's the questions. Here's what we're doing. You can't say this. You can't ask that. And you do all that, prep all that. You lose mm-hmm. all your sleep or whatever just to not do it as the worst fucking thing. Um, oh. so, there's, so there's things like that, um, that you have to deal mm-hmm. with. And that's the thing about social media in general. The relationship with it for me is like like you said about the entertainment aspect for me, I'm an entertainer. I always, I didn't uh, start doing standard like when I was seven years old. So I always, my whole life, all I knew was like entertaining people. Um, yeah. And that's first. And I hate me. And this is like a whole head, old head of me, but like, I just don't like people who don't respect their audience enough. Like, you know what your audience is here for and you don't yeah. have to sacrifice yourself for that. You can walk away, but you have a responsibility, at least for me, I have a response. I feel like I have a responsibility to do their entertainment purposes because people don't come to me for xyz reason to come to me because like, oh you have anime recommendations you have all this stuff and i don't get mad about people wanting that for me because that's what i put out there you know and people is i think it's just weird people get mad when people yeah. ask about not, you know people can get rude that's a different story but i'm talking about like people just be like hey like you know i came to this page for like <laughs> this not like you know it's these a weird place. feeling but like
0: I, I know there were a couple of like my cosplay friends, because like, you know, you find yourself in all these different communities. And I remember them making uh, like a series of stories kind of talking about like um protecting your brand. And I was just like, <laughs> that just kind of made me feel like weird because I'm like, I I didn't make my Instagram like way back when. Uh, this is this is my second Instagram. It's like I had I had one before, but like I, I nixed that one. Um I didn't make my Instagram to be a brand like yeah. It's like my 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 handle has changed many times and so I've just gone with Ash from nowhere because um it's like we're a big Pokemon family also and like Ash like come on like the opportunity just presented itself and I'm not Ash from Pallet Town I'm Ash from nowhere. So um but I never really considered myself a brand. Like I don't like to have myself kind of confined within a box of, I'm not just a cosplayer. I'm not just a fitness enthusiast. I'm not just, you know, your everyday hardcore casual nerd. Like I'm kind of everything. And it's like, that's just what you're seeing is literally my personality. Maybe maybe toned down a little bit, maybe filtered of course, because you know, I'm not gonna be my raw unhinged self because people would be like, that chick deserves to be in like a confinement cell, you know? But um it's like I just never really thought like, oh my gosh, I have to do these things, otherwise my brain is going to suffer. I mean, obviously I'm not gonna be unhinged and, you know, like Make people or or say things that are are super inflammatory to get the people going because I don't think (laughs) that's funny. Like, I don't think that purposefully I would go out of my way to make people like hate me, like, (laughs) because I think that that would be counterintuitive. It's like I want more people to come to my page and to see what I'm about and you know, like, vibe with that. So it's like I'm not going to be crazy, but at the same time, I don't want to just like, oh, if I take a picture, I can only post it if I'm made up and in cosplay. Like, sometimes on my stories. I look like a freaking bridge troll. Sometimes I'm all made up. It's like, but you're always gonna get the same Ashley, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I, I always say that. I'm like, when I'm like un un made up or whatever, I'm like, oh, she's she's in her bridge troll era. Like, but otherwise, it's like. Um, But at the same time, I do know that there are some people that definitely come to see my fitness and my workout stuff. So I definitely try and make sure that, you know, oh, I show people like I talk about that life, but I am about that life. Like I do get in and do the lifts. And I would never suggest somebody do something that I haven't at least tried. Or, you know, if I have to go back in my textbooks and get some research and like, hey, this is why I think this would be effective for you, this, that, and the third. Or it's like, eventually I want to get back into crafting and like showing people like how to do like foam smithing and making props and um, working with LEDs and all the crafty stuff. I want to get back into that. So it's like, you know, I have those, I, I branch out a little bit, but what you're getting is all me, like. Ashley or AJ like however I've introduced myself to you so it's
1: like yeah I mean that's the that's the fun part about you know content creating is to be able to do that I mean I never do I have a brand I have a, I have my own company so yeah of course I have a you know umbrella for it but time. like at the <laughs> at the end of the day though that's why I made a media company because it is so much that I love to enjoy and love to cover that I didn't want to just be like oh I'm just like I tell people I'm like pop culture in general. I won't talk about hip hop or music. We're talking about that. We're talking about video games. We're talking about that. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about that. Like just these different pockets that, you know, we find ourselves in because I feel like it's important to do that. And, you know, yeah, people take some people take themselves too seriously. Like if someone ever told me that shit, (laughs) like I'm very bad at like, I don't want my stories to be like 50 minutes long. So I I, like, you know, try to chop it up. and I don't like really explain myself too well sometimes with these rants. But like some of the things I'm just seeing is people saying stuff like that, like, oh, I have like a brand to protect it's just so, it's not even like anything like crazy. <laughs> it's just like they're just saying it just to like let you know that they're like important. And I was like, that's awkward. Cause for yeah. example, I never introduced myself as like wholesome monk, you know, only because I've done yeah. stand up so people like know my who my I am, like they know my name already. And it's right out there on the internet. So that's why I was like, okay, well, there's no point hiding it. Cause I used to try to hide it it had like an avatar and stuff but then people kept calling yeah. Albert who knew me like, that he kept saying my whole government name online so that didn't work um <laughs> so I just did you know but like, that was, like it's just funny because people introduced me to their friends and stuff as like wholesome monk. like not just like any random person but like they'll do it as like people who also like anime or anywhere on the anime community online yeah. so like, oh yeah this is this is I hate my friends do this just to piss me off they know it pisses me off but they'll be like oh this is the wholesome monk and it's so embarrassing like stop it's so no it's literally because do you know how pretentious you sound to how your friends introduce like oh this man makes his friends call him the (laughs) whole like that sounds so because people don't know we're we're joking but some people some people are serious and they'll introduce me that way and i'm just like yeah the fuck
0: that's what see that's what that's another thing that social media like has done like uh, I know the one thing that like my husband and I do like when we go to conventions though sometimes I'll put my my handle on my badge instead of like my name I don't have my handle I just because that's kind of like I don't know like well when you're at the convention though I'm a a cosplayer at the convention so it's like you might see me going to rummaging through comics and all that stuff and and buying like hella pins and stuff like that but I'm like a cosplayer at the convention so I always have that like it'll be like Ash from Nowhere or it's like I She-Hulk and and Chun-Li were like my two big like cosplay kind of personalities I guess so my old handle used to be Jenny Lee like you know Jennifer Mm. Walters and Lee. so that used to be and so people would call me that and I'm just like no <laughs> I'm like that's just a handle because you know everybody has to have an individual handle on a social media site and it's like that wasn't taken so I'm like for sure I'm gonna do that but please don't call me Lee. like please call me like Ashley or AJ or Ash you know yeah. I'm like that because that to me I'm just like oh please do not perceive like no <laughs>
1: It's, it's so funny like because me it's, it's, it's a nickname at this point because like yeah. at this point more people call me like monk or out Al- like you know monk or wholesome more than albert which is fine um because yeah. it's, it's, it's free branding for me but it's just it's just like it's just so funny to be introduced as like maybe like oh this is wholesome monk. like it's, that's a little still cringy but it's like i get it and it's fine but yeah. it's like because people call me that at this point so it's like whatever but for someone to call you the wholesome like you know what i'm saying it's like oh this is the ash from nowhere like how do you not know the ash from nowhere like do you not know who the fuck ashley is like imagine someone doing like that in front of you yeah imagine you like you're out with your daughter husband right and like someone comes up to you and they're like oh my god ash from nowhere like i love your content whatever right like a little wholesome exchange but then someone else is like oh who's that you're like. You're
0: like That's the Ash from the
1: Ash from nowhere. nowhere. Like, how do you not know who that is? Uh-uh. Your daughter probably looking at you like what the like what the hell is like what what's going on, mom? And then your husband be like what's what is like- this? mom <laughs> exactly and you're like just like oh you're being perceived and like someone's yelling at another human being in front of you like how do you not know who this is the fitness guru the you know the nerd extraordinaire like how do you not know
0: and i'm just like slowly like homering into the bush like i'm just like please I will, do not
1: no, i will literally walk away from that interact. i have no problem just like simply leaving <laughs> yeah
0: that, that's my that's my new philosophy in life just like no just leave just turn around just go
1: that sometimes he's got to do that but i appreciate you for coming on the podcast uh, Absolutely. great conversation we definitely have to do this again where can the people find you on the interweb go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug
0: we'll see on the interwebs instagram ash from nowhere all together no spaces no crazy characters and bruce almighty is my tiktok handle but that might be a little hard
1: when it out. is it is yeah is it?
0: my yeah, Bruce Almighty is my, because uh, that's the only way I can get people to say my last name. So my married last name is Bruce All. But when people see it, they're like Bruce Saf Bruce Sog. I'm like, no, I'm like, like Bruce Almighty. And so when you say it, it just rolls off the tongue. I'm like, that's how you pronounce my last name. So that's my TikTok handle and where you can find me everywhere else. I don't really stream on Twitch anymore. Like, that kind of was one of those things that I, I wanted to keep up with, but it kind of fell by the wayside, especially because I stopped playing Genshin. So I don't know. I might like stream Stardew or something because I'm a cozy gamer now. So
1: that's all, I'm that, a matters. Cozy that's <laughs> all that matters. Now go ahead and yeah. follow Ash, uh, amazing content creator, even a better friend. You can follow me on any social media platform. On will be at wholesome underscore monk. And you can also go to WholesomeMonk.com for all your podcasting and other Wholesome Monk merch needs. If you watch this episode, you listen to it. You're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.
0: All right.
1: And just like that, we have finished.